What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Full Draw Friday, episode number 46. Another installment of Full Draw Friday on a Saturday. That tends to happen quite a bit, seems like. But nonetheless, we're going to get back into these. It's been a while since we've done one, so I'm excited to get going again. It's going to be more off-season focused, obviously. And we'll get some guests in here on Full Draw Fridays as well and talk about some different things. But for this week, I'm going to talk about the first step in the postseason process, and that's scouting. So before we get into it, though... Don't forget about our partner for Full Draw Friday, and that's Rodney Hawkins. So you guys are looking for your own piece of ground to manage, to hunt, to do this stuff on that we're going to be talking about here throughout the offseason, because not all of it is obviously going to be stuff that translates to public ground hunting, because we're going to talk about habitat improvements, things like that, food plotting. If you want a place to do that, you need to go talk to Rodney. Or if you have a place that you're wanting to get rid of, maybe you're trying to sell it and get into something bigger or downsize, either way, he can help you out with that too. He grew up hunting and fishing in southern Illinois, and he's now putting that love for the outdoors and selling recreational properties as a land specialist with Midwest Farm and Land. Midwest Farm and Land isn't your average real estate company. While they sell residential properties, their focus, main focus is the recreational stuff. Rodney himself sold over $7 million worth of properties last year alone. They have agents like him all over Illinois, so they're really a local company with a national reach. For more info on what might be available or getting your property listed, you can call Rodney directly at 618-925-3153 and he'll get you taken care of. He's also got his own company called RG Outdoors. He's got products from Radix Hunting. He's got their stands, their blinds. He's got the trail cameras now. He has Tacticam trail cameras. He's got the all-natural scent elimination product called Camo Dust still. And he's working on new stuff all the time. So if you're interested in anything he has, you can send him a message to their Facebook page, RG Outdoors. Make sure you follow them there as well. You can email them at rgoutdoors at yahoo.com. Or again, just call Rodney directly at 618-925-3153. Tell him that we sent you over there. We appreciate that. Our social media is Ridge Hunter Outdoors. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us there. You guys can interact on them. Uh, Send us a message about anything you hear on the podcast or, or see us doing we always appreciate hearing from everybody. We have a Facebook group called Ridge Hunter Nation. Now that's our private Facebook group, so you can look that up and join it. It'll ask you a couple questions. You know, have some input on the podcast through that page. We do some giveaways on there as well. And you can just use it as a regular hunting group, so share your stuff on there. Um, make it a good hunting community. That's Ridge Hunter Nation uh, Facebook group. Our website is ridgehunteroutdoors.com. If you find anything on there that you like, use the discount code FULLDRAW. That's all caps, no space, and you get 10% off your entire order. We're going to have some new stuff coming up on there soon. And you can also find the podcast on the website if you'd like to listen to it that way. If you're not, if you're listening to us on Apple or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else that lets you, leave us a review. We, you know, comment, whatever it is. That really helps us out. We appreciate that. If you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like, and comment on there as well. That's where you're going to find the Fall Pursuit Series also and any of our video content that we're doing coming up. Off-season stuff, management stuff, food plot stuff is all going to be on our YouTube. That's Ridge Hunter Outdoors. So all that said, let's get into episode number 46 of Full Draw Friday. Okay, so as I mentioned in the intro, I'm be talking about the importance of postseason scouting. So not just postseason scouting and what you can do, but you know why it's important. I think a lot of guys skip out on this phase, and it's understandable. 
time, commitments. You've already spent so much time away during the season. It's hard to get away, um, extend that into January and February. Maybe you're burnt out. You're just ready to take a break. Maybe the year didn't go the way you thought it should. Maybe you had a great year and you just got out of it because you maybe you tagged out earlier or whatever and you just kind of lost focus on it. But killing mature bucks consistently is a year-round process. Like it's an everyday job. Not that you have to do something every day that has to do with it, but you got to be you got to be thinking about it all year long. There are things to do every month, every week that you can do to improve your chances of consistently killing those mature bucks. And postseason scouting is a big one. And by postseason scouting, I don't just mean like you could call postseason June, July. I'm talking immediately after. So give it a couple weeks, three weeks, whatever, maybe a month to calm down wherever you're at, depending on how much pressure you've had. And then getting in there and doing your homework and taking notes and seeing things, how things have changed. That's what we're talking about here. And one of the biggest reasons why I think it's important to do that this time of year is because it's so much easier to see what the deer have been doing. So you go out there in even April and May when spring greenups happening, it gets really tough to see, especially if you have good habitat where you have that high stem count and there's a pretty good, there's not a ton of canopy, but there's a lot of stuff down low that the deer are using for cover. It's going to be really tough to see everything that you need to as far as where the deer have been moving, you know, what kind of, what kind of area you're working with for bedding potentially, even just different ranges of how spread out things are. Um, that's something when the leaves are off, you can really start to tell, like even back in the fall, it might've looked like something was a pretty good ways away, but when the leaves are all off now, everything's dead. You can see that, okay, maybe that ridge that I thought was 60 yards away is really only 30. And I couldn't tell that before just because of all the vegetation and stuff. So that's even a thing with just being able to see the visibility is you can really kind of get an idea of, of your distances and figuring everything out, where how everything lays. It's, it's so much easier to see how your property lays now when you can see it all, especially when we're talking in the timber, in the brush, things like that. This is the best time of year to do that. That's why we like to do the consultations in February, March, early April, because we can still see so much. And as long as you know what you're looking for as far as vegetation goes and trees and stuff, you can still tell what you're going to need to do. Maybe you have, you're pushing towards a monoculture or something, or maybe you have some invasives coming in. You can still kind of see those issues, even though they don't have the leaves on, if you know what you're looking for and you do your homework on that as well. Another thing that's really easy to see right now because of all the vegetation being off is what the deer have been doing throughout the season. So you can for sure see what they're doing right now, like the fresh trails. Uh, maybe there's some f- scrapes that they keep fresh all year long. Maybe there's, you know, bedding areas, which I'll get into in a second. But you can see all of that stuff as well. You can see where the leaves have been kind of smashed down from where they're using those trails, or maybe there's not even any leaves on the trail where they're using. Because this time of year especially, they're going to use the same ones over and over and over to get to food back to bedding. And you can follow those out either way. So if you hit a trail, you can follow it one way to back to bedding, follow it the other way out to food. Generally, it might hit another trail, they might intersect, that kind of stuff. But that's a pretty good general rule of thumb. So you can obviously see what they're doing right now, which will help you for next late season to come up with a plan. So maybe if you don't kill one in October or November or even early December, you can have an idea where you need to be come the late season. Because as we know, the late season can be a really good time to kill mature bucks 
if you know what they're doing, if you know where the food's at, if you have the food, if you have the bedding, if you can get in between it, and that's stuff you're going to be able to figure out for the late season. However, you can also still see what those deer were doing back in October even, some in some cases, like pre-rut stage. You can see what they're doing in the rut because the rubs are still visible, which ones were fresh, which rub lines they've used year over year. So if you have three fresh rubs in amongst three or four old rubs from maybe the year before, you know, okay, this is a place where they're consistently using year over year. doesn't mean you're going to catch them on that rub line making a rub, but they're generally still going to use that same area, that same travel corridor, whether they're making a rub on it or not. That just means that when it got to the time of year that they were ready, their testosterone was high or whatever the case was where they wanted to make that rub, that just happened to be the travel corridor they were on when they did it. And that's it's obvious Right now, when you can see those fresh rubs and the old rubs from years past, that you have a consistent travel corridor in a certain area. You can also see scrapes that maybe aren't still active, but were they were using back in November. So maybe they're not totally covered up with leaves. They look a little different. You can see the licking branches that are broke down, that kind of stuff. You can see what ones they were using versus maybe what ones are still active now. Those would have been back in November, back in late October. So you can also see that kind of stuff, which is going to help you in the earlier part of the season. So right now, not only is it going to help you for the late season, it's also going to help you figure out what those deer were doing in November, October, maybe what you missed on your cameras because you didn't have them in the right places. So maybe you had your camera set even just the wrong direction or something. Maybe you had it in the wrong location. Maybe not necessarily the wrong location, but in a location that wasn't picking up a particular trail, a particular travel corridor. Now you can go in there and see that stuff and know, even if I'm not necessarily going to hunt that next year, that specific location, I can throw a camera up on it and see when those deer are using it, when they're in the lo- when they're in that area, when I can go in and hunt them from my other stand. So if they're using that place, maybe they'll pull over to where I, where I need to get a shot at them so you can at least know when they're in there based on what your cameras are telling you. So that kind of stuff helps as well, not only for killing them in late December, January, but also October and November which I think a thing uh, a lot of people miss. And that's something where this early postseason scouting comes in versus the summer scouting and even late summer scouting is a lot of times that pattern is going to change when the fall comes. So you might know that there's certain bucks in the area or maybe you confirm that one is back and you know that he generally sticks around from summer to fall. But there's going to be a lot of deer that you see in the summer and fall, a lot of activity that's going on. That's going to be gone when October rolls around and you can get in there and hunt them, even middle of September sometimes. So this right here, the scouting that you're doing now, you can actually apply that when it comes to next season. And you don't have to take into consideration, okay, where are these bucks going to go? Where are they going to disperse to when this bean field gets out? When this corn field gets cut, what are they going to do differently? You can see what they did differently after that stuff happened this past year and then make a plan for next season. You can also, like I kind of mentioned a second ago, is find bedding areas. You can find those rut bedding areas or those buck bedding areas from throughout the season where you have a spot where it looks like one's been bedding. Maybe you got two or three different big beds and you got rubs around it. You've got a couple of scrapes coming in and out of it. Obviously, they have decent vision. They've got decent cover. You can find those places, which is always good information to have. It's not the end-all, beat-all, but again, good inf- the more information you can have, the better, I think. And you can find bedding areas from the does. Not only bedding areas from, again, where they're bedding right now versus their their winter food source, you can kind of see where they're wanting to be. So you can get in there and have more success 
for the late season, but you can also see kind of where they wanted to bed in October and November. And generally, you can base that, you can base the doe bedding off the food, you can base the buck bedding off the does. And you can kind of confirm that, or maybe the opposite. Maybe you thought they were bedding in a certain area based on the food or based on the does, but then it come to find out they were somewhere completely different that you didn't think they were. So that's a good one too, just to get in there and get some more information that might help you come up with entrance and exit strategies for next season as far as whether you're morning or evening. You know, if you're coming out in the morning, maybe you're going really close to this bedding area and you had no idea it was there if you're going in in the evening. So now you can change that a little bit or wh- where you're blowing your wind towards where he was liking to bed, where you found this area. That kind of stuff can help you when it comes to finding buck bedding. So the other thing is finding the first sheds of the season while you're out there. You know, that's going to help you gain inventory on what's still around, what made it through. Uh, there's going to be deer. I've, I finally got a picture of one that dropped. I know people who have found sheds already. I plenty of guys that have pictures of deer that have dropped already. So you're going to be able to find those first sheds of the season as well. I don't like to get out there and really shed hunt until later this month, even into early March, just before it starts to green up, because I want to make sure that most everything has dropped that's going to drop, especially the places I'm shed hunting. You know, there's places where if you have the food right now, you can go out there and find sheds and go out there again and find more sheds. And then two weeks later, go out there and find more sheds. Where I'm at, I want to make sure I've given everything a chance to drop. And then I can go out there and walk it once and know whether they dropped on the property that I'm looking or not. So I'm waiting till like February, March to really hit shed hunting hard. But that doesn't mean you can't find them while you're out there doing this kind of scouting. Because as you get in, the later and later you get farther and farther away from the season you get, it's going to be harder to see some of these things, especially what was going on in the late part of the fall into the early winter versus, you know, late winter stuff still going to be pretty visible. But what they were doing in October and November, the more weather that goes through, the more wind, the more stuff starts to green up, that kind of thing is going to make it harder as you get farther away from the season to see what they were doing. So still get out there right now, do that scouting. And then also you can maybe find some sheds to help you build that inventory, build your hit list for next year, just see what made it through. Maybe some new bucks showed up. You got some old bucks that are still around, that kind of thing. And finally, all this stuff goes into helping you start to build a plan for next season, not only for your hunting, but also for your habitat improvements. Because if you can see all of this kind of stuff, you can see what areas the deer are avoiding. You can see what areas they favor on your property. You can see where you need to make improvements, whether that be hinge cutting for bedding or travel corridors, whether it be getting rid of some sort of uh, vegetation that you don't want in there, some kind of invasive Maybe it's planting new stuff. Maybe you want to plant some trees, some fruit trees, some oak trees, whatever it is. Maybe you found a new place that would be a good place for a a food plot. If you want to do some clover or something, that's something you, you want to be thinking about now, too, before we get into planting season. If you can find those places now, you can get a plan put together for going in there, maybe clearing a little bit getting that soil ready where it needs to be, and then you could even do a little bit of frost seeding. You go in, work the ground, whatever, and then plant it. But that's something you're going to want to figure out now before we get too late into the spring, and then it's too late to do anything with it. So you can kind of come up with plans for what to do with your habitat as well, not only the hunting thing. Obviously, that doesn't translate necessarily to the public land, where I think a lot of the other stuff does, but if it's your own private property or even permission property that you are allowed to do certain things on, Right now is going to be a great time to get in there, again, because you can just see so much. 
and where you couldn't even see across the place maybe in the fall and you thought, man, that looks good. It looks like that'll be moving through it. Now you can get in there and you can see maybe why they weren't. Maybe it was thick enough you couldn't see through it, but also thick enough they couldn't walk through it. You just couldn't really tell at the time. Now you get in there. If you can't walk through it right now, you know they can't walk through it when the vegetation is on. So keep that in mind. It's also another thing you can take notes on. And then, again, get that plan going. The earlier you can get something put together, the earlier you're going to get started on it, the better success you're going to have for the following year. A lot of the stuff that we do to habitat may not have an effect in the immediate following year, but the earlier you start on it, the better chance it's going to have to do that. So that's what I got for you guys uh, for this week on postseason scouting. We're going to talk about more off-season stuff as we go forward in the folder off Fridays. Obviously, we're not going to talk as much about the hunting strategy at this point. We're going to get into habitat improvements, food plot stuff. We will talk about what you can learn from whatever phase we're in, shed hunting, late winter scouting, summer scouting, what you can learn from that, and then implement into your hunting strategies. And again, if we have some guests on, we might talk some more about that stuff. But that's kind of what we're going to do going forward with Full Rough Friday. But I appreciate you guys tuning in this week. Hopefully that helps you get out there, get the boots on the ground, do your scouting, do your due diligence on your property, Give yourself the best chance for next year. You can start that right now. See you guys.